Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, and I'm a proud medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, Jaleel, and a pandemic mom of a two-year-old and a 10-month-old. <laughs> so I have three under five, but I wanted to come on here because I launched my podcast, Medical Moms of NICU, last week with faith instead of fear, and I wanted to report back to encourage medical moms of NICU that grief is real especially holiday grief is real and i want to salute all those medical moms of NICU who have lost loved ones over the years especially in the pandemic and are holding space for their grief this is the first holiday thanksgiving just passed without my dad physically on this earth and I'm grateful because God was allowing me to really honor my grief in the sense of holding space and passing on the tradition that my dad <laughs> gave me when I was growing up. And that was family meetings, family meetings. And currently, I am blessed with my auntie, which is my dad's sister, living with my husband and our three children. And we've been making space for each other, but it hasn't been easy. It comes with a host of challenges as well as rewards. And one of the things that I really loved about my dad was that he got our family together. No matter what chaos was happening around us, he always brought our family together during the holiday season. And he would mediate the family meeting and allow us to share what was on our heart especially me and my siblings. And so I to well I was challenged last week to on Thanksgiving hold a family meeting in his honor so that I could check the temperature of our own home, make sure we're on one accord and if there's any issues or challenges, let's address them. And surprisingly it went really well. It took about two hours, but it went really well between my husband, myself, and auntie, and just making sure that we understand each other. We know our personal goals as well as our collective goals, and we were able to break bread after that and leave with our heart and mind light as a feather. And so I would love to tell my audience, when it comes to grief, think of things that you can do to honor those that you have 
lost? What traditions did they give to you? And how can you implement those traditions? Because if you do that in their honor, their spirit continues on. Today, I had left church with a inspiring word from God comes from Matthew 6 and it was just talking about God's kingdom and how we need to limit the anxiety and fear that we have of this world what should we eat what should we wear what should we drink because our heavenly father gives us those things the things that we worry about the animals don't worry about the the nature does not worry about nature doesn't worry about (laughs) water sunlight all these things are provided and so we are more than the animals we are more than nature and so why should we worry and I needed that confirmation because I find myself in transition God my family's better and Jalil's in developmental preschool now I feel like I can work again where do you want me to work where do you want me to serve because you know the economic inflation that's going on and so God was guiding me every step of the way when I was listening to the message with auntie and it eased our mind and shortly after the the message were given I was given a clear pathway of where I should pursue work but I'm also putting out those applications, but knowing that God will select the right fit for me, the right position where it doesn't require a lot of trauma. And I want to be able to serve in the capacity of Children's Hospital. That's where my heart is calling. That's where the greatest lessons I've learned about life exists when it comes to my Nikki miracle. So I want to give back what I received and help families and encourage families and inspire them to navigate the medical system with ease based on what I have learned and the wisdom that I've gained from Jalil's colorful journey of life. So with that being said, I know that God will protect my mind, even with my grief, not to put me in departments that have a lot of severe trauma, i.e. the emergency department. (laughs) That place in particular may not be the best fit for me right now since I'm grieving and overcoming different types of grief from my Nikki miracle to grieving my marriage and the changes that have happened based on caregiving and just grieving my dad's loss so there's different ways of grief that come up but I wanted to come on here because I want to be consistent in the message that I'm giving and be raw and truthful And so today, after I came out of church, I was looking for a place to eat, (laughs) and I forgot my card. And so I I left the drive-thru, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so I left my car at the house, and I come out the drive-thru, and I see 111 on a license plate. Now, that's my birthday. Every time I see my birthday, I know that I need to focus on what I want and on not what I don't want to happen. So I say, God, you know, you know my heart is heavy because you know I want to serve. You know I want an income that can help our family of six now. It's just about putting it out there and knowing that God will supply your everyday need. And so I came back to my home and I'm just sitting in the car 
just taking a breather because I cried as soon as I saw 111. I was like, God, you know, you already know. (laughs) And that's how God works. He will speak through the word. He will speak through angel numbers. He will speak through people giving you confirmation of where you should go. God will speak through nature. He will speak through animals. If you look at all the biblical stories, he speaks through all these avenues to get our attention. And so I said, okay, I know I want to serve. And the podcast is a way of service to medical moms of NICU. I want to also share my transparency to say, I don't have it all together. I'm still trying to figure out. I have a child that has has chronic kidney disease and he's overcoming every day through his medical milestones. But I also have a pandemic back-to-back babies that I'm still learning their personalities and what I can do better as a mom. So I come on here raw and I want to be consistent with every mom day, which is Mother's Mother's Day and Medical Mom of Nikki Day, Monday. I want to come on here to really just say, whatever you're grieving, try to find a positive way to channel that grief in a good direction. When I look at the highlights of this four-day week for my family, once we had that family meeting, we was able to sit down, break bread. We went to Crackle Barrel. It was really packed because we didn't have, we didn't want to cook a big feast. So we went to Crackle Barrel out of convenience, but we had to wait our turn. But the service was good, and I was very impressed, and the food was good. And then Friday, Auntie treated the family to pizza and salad, so that was good. And we watched some movies. She was into Hallmark movies. It's that time of year. And so it was really relaxed. And then Saturday was the big game for OSU in Michigan, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And yes, I'm not embarrassed about the Buckeyes losing 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 really badly but I do know that emotions are everything and so throughout that game I could see that we have to master how we're feeling and control our emotions because when we do that then we can focus on the end goal and so that game actually confirms the family meeting that I had it 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 went from hot too cold and lukewarm within a matter of two hours and so I'm glad that the temperature eventually leveled out so that all could be on one accord versus one person being fiery and another person being cold we were able to compromise that temperature and so even when it comes to the game the big rivalry game that everybody watches you have to see the emotions that were expressed and being hot-tempered. And you're not focused on the game. You're not focused on this is going to affect our undefeated record. I'm talking about my Buckeyes. This is going <laughs> to affect me being hot-headed and, and going over there and, and fighting. That's going to ruin the game. And it did. It did. It did. I'm not making excuses. I'm just seeing how many penalties were called throughout the game for OSU. And so how do I apply that to my life? Is The old overall goal is how do you channel your grief? 
Do you act out angry? Do you punish others because you're hurting? Or do you find ways to positively channel your grief? So one of the ways is just do something you love to do. Listen to music that makes you happy. I love gospel music. I love jazz music. I love R&B. I love a lot of music. And that helps calm my nerves when something's bothering me. Putting on music really helps me stay calmer. When I'm out in nature, like right now, looking at the trees and how colorful they are, that really helps me calm down and temporarily forget the problems of this world. When I'm with my babies and I'm doing puzzle solving or interacting with my daughter who's speaking more and cutting up some apples and she's saying, apple, 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 that that gives me joy. And for those 30 minutes that I'm interacting with her, I don't worry about how are we going to get this? How are we going to get that? How are we going to do that? So there's ways that you can channel your grief in a positive way. When you call that friend, I called a couple of friends during the holidays just to check in with them and see how they're doing. Take the focus off of you and put it on other people. That can help your grief. I've seen it happen. I was crying and laughing with a sister for two hours and 22 minutes. And it really, really was heartwarming. And we were able to edify each other. And that's a beautiful thing. So I just wanted to come on here because I know I'm going to have to upload this second episode to say I am consistent. God, I am consistent. Whatever passion that you have, show up, show up, show up in the brokenness. I meditated on this a couple months ago. God was saying show up in your brokenness because that's how lives are touched. And so that is what I'm doing right now as I record this episode and take this time to just feel my emotions raw and hope that it blesses you as you press play. This is this is where God wants me and this this I know will bless over the years. It will bless not only our family but worldwide medical moms of NICU around the globe. And so I just wanted to say happy holidays to you. It's okay to cry, it's okay to get emotional. But there's always other avenues to think positively in your grief. There is gratitude in your grief. And you have, only you know what that is. Only you know what you're grateful for. So give voice to it. Write it down. Say it out loud over and over. Even on those days where you feel like there's nothing going right. I guarantee you, just waking up is, is gratefulness. Because you know someone did not wake up this morning. So there's always something to be grateful for, even in the hardship. And so I just want to encourage all my listeners, if you are here for the first time listening to Medical Moms and NICU, I welcome you. Thank you for supporting Medical Moms and NICU podcast. You can find me on Medical Moms and NICU on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as I continue to give more and more content as God leads me 